Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We are live from Surprise Stadium. Spring training brought to you by the new $1.99 Crispy Tender Wraps for a limited time only at Sonic. Mm. Good. Good. I'm going to make the call right now. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to make it today, man. It could be a C, and that just adds to it. It could be all-time great. could be an all-time terrible show. Corey has already said... He's not going to make it. I tried to turn Mike's microphone off just now while he was singing in the break, and then I realized I don't have control <laughs> of that. I don't know if I'm going to make he it was, today, dude. You have to reach in front of me or around me. Desperado as if it was Despacito. Yeah. And then he said, I don't know, 12 seconds before we went on the air, ooh, a pigeon. <laughs> you guys wouldn't eat a pigeon, would you? Well, so. if you had to. If you were hungry, you're out in the desert. Then yes, I would. Why well, am I going to find a pigeon out in the desert, though? You did. You found a pigeon. <laughs> And luckily, it just recently died for you. And now you have to make the decision, do I pluck and eat this pigeon? Yeah, what's the decision? Am I going to die if I don't eat? Yeah, I'm I feel like I'm probably pigeon. eating the pigeon. All right. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry I stepped all over Kevin <laughs> screaming. I'm eating that pigeon. That was, what would that you not eat? Let's say a rat. Oh, yeah. If I had no other food, Again, it we're out. trying to survive. Yeah. I learned from Bear Grylls that only the people willing to go to the most extreme All situations right. are going to survive in those places. We decide to walk the not 800 miles that that sign messed up on, <laughs> but the about 1,100 miles uh-huh. to walk back to Arlington. We're walking back. We're dying. We're starving. And I die. Mm-hmm. Do you eat me? This is the plot of the movie Alive. Yeah. Yeah, but it was cold. Yeah, I'm we're in the warm. desert we're now. The desert. Yeah, so basically it's like nuking his meat. You know? <laughs> yeah. So you're so you're it's totally big, different. So your biggest the, thought they were in the snow. Yeah. In this scenario is <laughs> so they were able to preserve for Kevin his. and Corey that I'm not in the snow and they can't preserve my body. Do you dig a hole and bury me or do you just leave me for the crows? No, I, I dig a hole and bury you, maybe keep a couple arms and walk with those and try to survive. I wonder how fast your meat would go bad, though. You have to eat it quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. 
You know, Mike, I guess I should be more prepared in case this exact scenario plays out, but I, I definitely have no idea. And what's crazy about that, too, is it's not like buns out there to put his <laughs> oh, meat yeah. on. You know, you're just... Yeah, it's just want some an, human? They turn average... Eh. They human turn with average, brioche? Average yes. burgers into great burgers if you brioche them. Mm-hmm. Brioche I already told best. you. I warned you. It is also a shout-out Friday, 877-881-1053 if you want to get involved in any of our conversations. Although, if you want to stay away from them, I get that as well. Let's go to cut number three, if we can, because I want to talk about those flame-throwing Rangers pitchers. And the pitch swung on and missed. He struck him out on a fastball. Showed him slow step on the first two pitches and fanned him on a fastball. That's seven strikeouts in four innings for Nate, and that is a shutdown inning. Now, obviously, this is back from last season, but yesterday, Nate, Nate Evaldi was out here. He reached 97 miles per hour on the radar gun. And then I just wanted to run through. You definitely have some power arms here is Emiliano. Did we decide on Teodo? He touched 100 miles an hour twice in six pitches. Diego Castillo, he hit 97 miles an hour. And then Yuri Rodriguez pitched the eighth, and he sat at 96 and hit 99 three times. So I realize it is a spring training game, but, man, you talk about, like, throwing your full repertoire. People are, like, firing it up early in camp. Out of the people you mentioned, I think the one that – is most promising is Diego Castillo because he's a non-roster invitee. He's a guy who his velocity dropped over the last year or so. Yeah. He he was a good relief pitcher and pitched his way out of the major leagues. And so goes to winter ball, starts hitting mid-90s again. And so for him to come to spring training and show that he's throwing the ball in the mid-90s, maybe even possibly high 90s, that's a great sign for the Texas Rangers to have possibly Diego Castillo be part of this bullpen. Evaldi was great to see. He's an older guy. You just got to try to keep him healthy. It's it's really important that he stays healthy throughout this season. Yes. He looked really good yesterday. It's it's February 29th. I know today's March 1st, but I was looking at it and I was like, that looks like mid-season form of Evaldi uh right there. And I know you didn't mention him. Owen White I was going to ask you afterwards. if you wanted to talk about him cuz he was mid again. He did not look impressive at all. Now, that being said, there's time. There's still three to four weeks to sh- start showing that you can be better. But yesterday was not, I would say, not a positive sign for Owen White in uh, his work that he did. But there was some positive signs from who you mentioned. Both appearances for Owen White, it feels like he's had a really shaky inning and then a really good inning, which feels kind of like apropos for what people seem to think about him. He shows the flashes that you're like, oh, he could be really good. And then you see that other inning, and you're like, I could see why this is taking some time. Yeah, and hopefully he can work on what he did yesterday and just be more effective. It's really, for me, watching him, it's his location. Yeah. He, he, when he misses, he either misses in the middle of the plate or he misses so far away from the plate that the hitter, it's an easy take. There's not like a tough decision. What, what we're kind of taught is you want to make the hitter make a tough decision, and that means the balls are on the edges. Is it a strike? Is it a ball? And then they have to commit to they're not 100% sure this is a great pitch to hit. If you're in that area a lot of times, you're going to get – a lot of easy outs because the hitter is not convicted 
on his swing that this is going to be a great pitch to hit. But if it's like, that's a ball, and then the next one, like, that one's coming down the middle. That Those are usually easy decisions for hitters, and that's why they want to get into hitters' counts, 2-0, 3-1 counts, because then they can make a lot easier decisions. And uh, Owen White, for me, has to make uh, the decision on the hitter a lot tougher to swing or not. A couple of thoughts on that. A, as a pitcher, do you, like, not really, Mike, this isn't the literal, but do you smell blood when you see that? Whenever you see, like, he, he wanted every, he wanted that pitch, but he he laid off of it just enough. Do you smell blood and you're like, oh, okay, I got him now? Uh, no, because he laid off the pitch. Okay, all right. So you're looking at the decision. Now, if you throw a ball in the dirt and they swing at it, you know, you bounce a, a breaking ball right behind home plate and he swings at it. Now you smell the blood in the water. You're like, why should I go away from that pitch? Mm. I'm not going to try to throw that one higher. I'm actually going to see if I can execute that same pitch again and get him to swing at a ball that he has no chance of hitting. But if they check their swing – but they take, you know that they're looking for something in that area or you have an idea they're looking for something in that area, but they did do their job. They did take that pitch. The other thing there too, Kevin, on the front of, I don't know if Owen White, A, trusts his stuff completely and trusts the plan. And that's the one thing when you look at the Evaldis and those guys are at, you know, top level, it just seems like I know exactly what my stuff is going to do. And I trust that completely. I have no doubt about what my sequence is probably going to be here because I know I can get every pitch across the way I want it to. And that's where that's that difference of Mike Maddox is going to give you a good game plan. Like it's going to be a good game plan to set you up for success. It's just that this is whenever we would get frustrated with Stephen Jones. The execution of that plan is all up to that pitcher. Now, I would also like to throw some focus to Mark Church. So he threw a... Scoreless ninth against Milwaukee yesterday, which is great. But what you really need to remember, if you haven't heard this story already, is Jared told Eric Chiafalo he should go interview Mark Church from Georgia, to which point uh, Eric said, does he speak English? (laughs) And so I just think that's a fun story for people to know from – Spring training. But You're not picking on Eric there, right? No, no, no. Look, I mean, <laughs> I am. But in general, I've Eric has been tremendous out here. Yeah, out he's here. been at Clubhouse every morning and everything. I just thought that that story was really <laughs> funny. But the song of Mark Church, when he was playing for North Atlanta, is a teammate bet him when he was a junior. He played shortstop. Now, I, I do realize in high school baseball or even younger levels, it is not uncommon whatsoever for players to play the field and pitch. Like, that happens all the time. But he was a, he was a shortstop his junior year, and a teammate bet him $50 that he couldn't throw 90 miles per hour off 98? the mound. 98? 90 miles per hour. Okay. Uh, 98 would I was be, like, well, he, don't geez. take that bet. Yeah. yeah. He couldn't throw 90 miles an hour off the mound. And Church has said, hey, I'm super competitive. And when he saw 50 bucks up there, he is like, I accept. He threw the ball 92 miles per hour. Wow. And at that point, wow. as you can probably guess, especially for somebody who is not a pitcher or like that's not their main focus, the shift began. And Coach, so Coach was like, hey, why don't you come over here? Yeah, let's, uh, let's go for let's go get you working out here. A exactly. Bit. Exactly. And then so you move on down the road and he ends up getting drafted by the Rangers. I'm pretty sure it's in 2019. He's an 18th round pick, but he was hitting 97 on Monday 
And over the years in the minor leagues, he has a combined ERA of 3.97. He reached AAA last season. We've been talking about different options that you have at the minor league level, especially pitching-wise, that could actually be on this team this year. And I think Mark Church has a really cool story. I have no, I had no clue that you were going to go with this, but I looked this up last night for just kind of getting prepared to do spring training games. I'm going to get to do the 14th and the 16th on Bally's. That's super uh, cool. Coming back out here to do some spring training games with uh, Jared Sandler. Is how many pitchers do you think threw a pitch for the Rangers last year? I will tell you, I'm taking out the three pitchers that were – uh, Hedges okay. and Sandy the Leone. position players, yeah. Yeah, so, and uh, there's one other, uh, uh, Brad Miller. Those were, th- they were three guys that threw last year that aren't pitchers that had to finish out games. But, so how many pitchers 22. were used by the Rangers? 22 in their championship season. 35. 28. Taking out the three position players. So they used 31 different guys on the mound wow. last year, but 28 real pitchers. So when we're talking about this and we're saying, all right, who are going to be the 13 guys on March 29th? I, don't, I forget what date it is, that Friday against the Chicago Cubs uh, on ESPN. The 28th. There's going to be 13 guys that are on your pitching staff. You can't If you just double that number, yeah. you're still probably yeah. not going to get to the amount of guys you're going to have to use this year. So when we're watching this, whether it's Owen White, like, why are you talking about Owen White? He's not even going to make the team. Or why are you talking about Mark Church? He's maybe not going to make the team. He has an outside chance, but there's a good chance that he starts the season in AAA. Well, because most likely those guys are going to come up. You're going to need 10 minimum, if not 20 maximum, to come up and help your team this year pitch. So when you're thinking of these numbers on who the 13 guys are going to be, you're going to need another 13 guys to help you out. And Church is somebody who, I forgot to get the total inning tally for his run in the minor leagues, but he has 206 strikeouts versus 60 walks in in the minor leagues. So definitely somebody who can pile up the strikeouts, which isn't surprising. If you're touching or even, and especially sitting at 97, there's yeah. probably a pretty good shot you're a strikeout pitcher. I saw last night, and I'm sorry I'm forgetting what organization he's with. Do you remember Charlie Colbertson when yes. the Rangers weren't yes. doing great? He was uh, on the team. He's trying to become a, a pitcher, and he's pitching for somebody in spring training. Wow. So I need to go look up more of his story, but I was like, that's interesting. Charlie Colbertson just a few years ago was playing third base for the Texas Rangers some, and now he is trying to become uh, a pitcher for an organization. Kevin, 99 games, 138 innings pitched for Mark wow. Church. So you'd obviously hope to cut down on the walks a little bit, but that strikeout percentage is absolutely tremendous. From the, It is also a shout-out Friday from the 432. Shout out to my daughter and wife. First championship basketball game as a player coach is today. Oh, oh. you guys from the 903, shout out to you guys. Y'all have the best show on 1053 The Fan. All three of you guys make it awesome. That is very, very nice. I'd like to shout out Leaf Blower Guy for uh, you know, being consistent all week long. You know, consistency is important. 
uh, being right there to make sure that it's blowing in our ears all his, week long. His job must start at nine o'clock out God. here, right? He wasn't. He doesn't do this until nine o'clock. So yeah. that's what time he. he I goes think he on just waits till Corey gets. He here. Does, I think so too. He's as soon as we walk in, he's like, "Oh, I gotta go get the I, leaf blower. Get ready for that guy." I do know the school. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I do know <laughs> yes. the school that I'll give a shout out here. I do know a school that my son goes to, Bishop Lynch. Their girls' basketball team has made it to the state championship game tonight. Oh. I can't. Remember who they're playing? Um, sorry. Oh no, Ursland. So I'll shout okay. out to Ursland. Uh, so that's I, like a soccer matchup. So right I believe there. it's Bishop Lynch versus Ursland for, um, and I think it's six A. I'm sorry if I'm getting the the A the wrong, the, wrong the, yeah. the number wrong. I know it's A, but um, <laughs> yeah. So they're they're playing. I know there's a lot of ta- uh, taps state championship games happening uh, today and tonight. Yeah, if you're a basketball fan. Girls' state championship tournament, boys' regional tournament, the next weekend boys' state tournament, fun, fun times, is from the 816. Can I get a shout-out to my son, Peyton Freeman, and myself, heading back home to Texas from Kansas City for a four-day weekend hanging with the family. Odyssey app's going to be going the whole drive, and that is from Tolo Robert. That is freaking outstanding. Thank you very, very much. And then from the 903... Shout out to Trinity Valley Valley 15U Volleyball Club and head coach Brandy. Let's get another tournament win this weekend. So we'll be running Shout Out Friday all day long. And whenever you hear the leaf blower, just agitate Corey. Feel free to text Don't that text in, in as well. Don't text in anything about leaf blower guy. It's no? just, I'm already mad enough. I, I rely so much on the on the the fan text and the Twitch uh, the Twitch stream. I rely so much of conversation throughout the show on them. So don't text anything about leaf blower, guys. It's just going to irritate me. Uh, I would also like to shout out my wife, who's been holding it down with all three kids, getting them to and from school, making sure Lucy has medicine taken care of, got a kid driving around everywhere. She held it down all week, and uh, I'm coming home so you can do more work when I get there. Oh, hey, my gosh. Well, I mean, what, like, uh, what time do you wake up on Saturdays and Sundays? Uh, i got to get up early tomorrow. Like how early? Uh, probably around 8. That's not early. 7.30 or so. But, yeah, i got to get up early. i got to go shopping for a suit. Whoa. No, not Job that kind of interview. suit. No. I'll, oh, man. We'll talk. No. <laughs> there was a time when I thought maybe <laughs> we'll we talk about that at 1 o'clock today, today. during the C-Block. <laughs> Coming up next. I'm an ever, open book. Do you ever want to wake up at 6 a.m.? Let's go to Corey's house. Do you have a leaf blower? Yes. I have one, too. And we'll just, and we'll just blo- stand outside his, how, his and we'll find his room and just stand outside there and just start leaf blowing. I will throw big rocks at your faces one at a time. You have to come oh, outside to I do know, that. I know, and I will. I will pick all those rocks up. They don't the have rocks in, in Plano. We they, have ro- they picked up all the rocks. Will you put clothes on before you come out? No. I know you're not putting you really, underwear you guys really Y'all really want to do that now? No. Oh, that's what I thought. He called my bluff. <laughs> Coming up next. I do want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Big win over Winnipeg. Plus, stop texting about leaf blower guy. Even more insight into the Stars blockbuster trade. We'll do it next. Live from Surprise, the leaf blowing capital of the world on 105.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This segment of the KNC Masterpiece is brought to you by state-of-the-art weight loss and the personal injury lawyers, Frankel and Frankel. Life is unpredictable. Accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If your loved one has been in an accident, contact Frankel and Frankel for a free consultation at truckwreck.com or call 214-333-3333. Here's for Finney, long time between whistles now. Pavelski moved it quickly back to the corner. Shot, Robertson, score! The Stars dominate in a 4-1 victory over Winnipeg. We're live from Surprise Stadium where this makes a lot of sense to me. Corey from the 806, you're on his turf and his schedule deal with it in his basic voice uh, that makes a lot of sense to me i replied back and said this is jake's turf uh so <laughs> yeah. jake is the one he's like look man you just got to deal with it then i'll deal with it but uh, other than that leaf blower guy he's I, just doing a job i just want to know this he's even got earbuds in so he can't hear the leaf blower if he didn't blow the small puddles away from the concrete uh-huh. Uh-huh. By noon or one o'clock, would there be puddles there? Or wouldn't there be? Like, you think we don't they'd know. just be dried out naturally? Yeah, I do. I, I think you know what I think. I think he gave, got himself a job by doing. He was like, "Hey, man." He came to a spring training yeah. game and he back was like, in '04 or are, something. These puddles are here. Maybe I should tell them. He's like, "God." They were like, "Look, we'll pay you to blow the puddles." Well, I feel like he could do that with a broom, though. You could just walk around and just push the water around, and you're done with it. Shim it's shimmery, a lot shim shimmery, shim shimmery. Noise shim, pollution shim, we're dealing with here. He could no be like Mary pollution. Poppins, yes, the chimney cleaner guy. Uh huh. The chimney sweep. Uh, this is from Derek Holland. I want to shout out my friend Corey for deciding sleep was more important than seeing a best friend. Yeah, oh, we'll get to that later. Man. Yeah, sorry about Ooh. that. All right. I love you, Doug. I was wondering when you were going to call me for the keys. Long story. Now, Mike Doesn't has officially turned into a Colorado Avalanche enthusiast. Well, they were on national TV, so I watched them. They're awesome. And as I told you... The stars looked good last night. What was your reply? I watched the Avalanche. They were better. <laughs> the stars did win. The stars won. Four well, to one. Guess who? However, yeah. he was quick to point out the Avalanche were ahead four to nothing when he was watching, and I decided to double check because I did not know the final score. They did, in fact, defeat well, Chicago five to nothing. So here's. Take here's, that, Chelios. Is that Chris Chelios that you're taking a shot at right yeah, there? Yeah, because he's a former Blackhawk. Yes, that is true. But here's something that could potentially develop, and I want to know if this makes you feel any better. If Colorado continues to be really awesome, perhaps they could win the division, and then you could be matched up with Winnipeg in the first round. Okay. And I do think you can look at this Stars team and say they match up well with Winnipeg. I don't know because I can't recall. I didn't watch last night. It was not the national national TV hockey game. I did watch a little bit of Arizona and Toronto, and that didn't seem that entertaining to right. me. And then I turned on Colorado and Chicago. That did seem entertaining to me. Uh, so I can't recall me 
Maybe I did early in the year. I just can't recall watching a Winnipeg-Dallas game. Okay. Well, last night was particularly promising, I thought. Did you watch it? Yeah. How do you do that? Uh, it was on ESPN Plus, I believe. I don't know how to do that. You don't do ESPN Plus? I'm a little surprised about that. I don't know how to do it. It's not on the regular ESPN. That is true. I, you usually stream it on your phone or computer or tablet or whatever. I'm kind of like Charles Barkley. Did you get that email, that text I sent you? <laughs> yes, I did. Did you send any of that audio to Alec? Did you want no, to No, I thought you would because uh, I sent it to you guys. That's your job. Is that how? Can you guys send that to Alec now? Okay. Well, I'll see what well, I It's not too late. In the 817, shout out to Corey for allowing shout outs to be accepted today. Kevin, it is shout out Friday. That is why uh-huh. that, where I'm uh-huh. so freewheeling with uh-huh. all the shout-outs coming in. I just want to let that be known. And by the way, I wanted to check, Mike. I think the Stars are 3-0 and against Winnipeg well, this then, year. They play like the football Jets. Yeah. <laughs> that is, Take that, Zach Wilson. That is a great point. Wow. That is a, that's a great point indeed. They what? should change their name. Have the Winnipeg Jets, have they? They haven't won a Stanley Cup in forever, right? They're from Canada. Yeah, that means they don't win. Do you do you think that? Uh, do you think this is kind of a a way? Was just a snap of of losing, or do you think that this is like a, about to be a streak of winning? What do you think was going on here? Look, I don't want to stroke your hockey ego too much, but I do understand Mike's point absolutely about Colorado being a bad stylistic matchup. For the Stars. The loss against Ottawa, you continually struggle against Ottawa. And then I did think you saw a regression from Ottinger. We talked about those first three games coming out of the All-Star break. He looked like a freaking house of fire, man. And you saw a little bit of a dip. Obviously, Wedgwood lost at least one in there. But Colorado specifically, that might... I think I'm probably with Mike. Is That is a team I would prefer not to see in the playoffs. Although I realize... It is It is definitely possible that you see them in the first or second round, if not likely. You do have the benefit now, though, of back-to-backs against San Jose, who are absolutely miserable. Right. A rocket game against Anaheim. Uh, so that's like that's a bonus right there. And the Kings, I think you can I think you can take that one. So that's four straight games where you have a pretty good advantage, like a, a opportunity to extend your points a little bit. I know Colorado's still playing well, but. Like uh, to turn that around, and I, I think that's like been the biggest factor. Is I've been nervous watching them just continue to lose and not look like the team we've watched for most of the season. Sure. Uh, and so this this could be something where, hey, I know people will go, yeah, but it's against San Jose. That's fine. Get those wins. Get those points. Points matter. That's all that. That's all that I'm trying to rock Especially right now. Especially with how many games Winnipeg has in hand. Now yeah. I'm going to make a prediction. That this is going to become Mike Bassick's new favorite Dallas Stars player because this logic used right here is right out of the Mike Bassick playbook. Is let's go to Chris Tanev. He went from Tanev, if you're not fancy, he went from number eight to now with the Stars, number three. Cut number one. This is his logic about that number switch. Basically, thought three is a half of an eight pretty much so that's that's sort of how i landed on it i love this guy (laughs) did he say three was half of an eight almost it's close and so five and three are really close to four no he's talking about the look if you cut the eight in half okay see it took me a second there as well because i was thinking all right half of eight is four i guess that's close but he he means particularly if you were to kind of like cut the eight up 
it kind of looks like He should like play a for three. the Cowboys because they're 9, 8, 6, 5, and 3 all look exactly like the same number. Am I lying, Corey? What were the numbers again? What? 9, 8, 5, and 3 all look and How six. do nine and five look the same? When you watch a cowboy game, they all they all squish up into like a big blob of an eight, and you're just like, they all look like an eight. Are you talking about like Jonathan Hankins? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like what? When you watch a cowboy game, trying to tell the numbers from a distance, you're like nines, eights, sixes, threes, and I'll even throw in the five. All pretty much look the same. Oh, okay. <laughs> In the Jersey world, I get it. I thought you were just saying randomly number-wise. But I did want to tell you some things. We only touched on it a little bit yesterday because we had a bunch of baseball content for the Dallas Stars trade. We talked about it, how the Athletic thought it was pretty much the greatest trade in the history of hockey. ESPN thought it was amazing. He does fit the bill that we talked about, Corey, in terms of being one of your top four defensemen and the thing that was tremendous about making this work is with Dodonov going on the injured reserve, you freed up $2.25 million for cap room because we talked about what a nightmarish cap situation the Dallas Stars had. Well, the Stars were able to make this trade by facilitating a third team to take half the salary hit so then they could take Tanev's uh, salary cap hit and slide it in to the $2.25 million spot. So I believe you gave up, I want to say it was a fourth round pick in 25. I'll double check on that to facilitate the money working. But so you're still in it with the cap. This is a player whose deal expires. So, I mean, maybe it all works out and he sticks around, but maybe not here for the long run. But he fits exactly what you want with this team. For right now. Yeah. And, yes. and Kevin, I think, A, Jim Nil, just go ahead and like assume he's a Jedi because he just convinced people to do whatever he wanted by saying this is not the contract you think it is. <laughs> yeah. And, and like that was. It did kind of feel like that. Like he, like, kudos to him on that. But then to, to uh, back to the point on Tanev, I I felt like you were missing this thing, you know, this one component, and I think this might be it, and here's why. This is a guy that will set the tone by by doing all those other things. We talked about he'll throw his body in front Shot of pucks. Blocking. He will make sure that he's, you know, he will sacrifice his body for the good of the team, and I'm not saying that the Stars don't have, like, a, cool, uh, a mentality like that, but a guy that goes out and does that for you right out of the gate, you're like, holy crap, like, he's in already? I got to be in, you know, and so I think that that's going to be a great uh, tone setter uh, for for this team of we got to be more aggressive and we got to we got to be more we got to we got to get on our 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 team oriented, whatever it takes to win. Okay, to that point, one of the skill sets that he has is look, you mentioned it. He can play 20 minutes a night. He can block shots. He can also kill penalties. But the fact that he's so good defensively means you could pair him up with a more offensive-minded defensive player, which I know that was a lot of words right there. But that is something that the Stars do have. And so I I, I think it's a great fit. The fact that you didn't have to, like, burn a lot of assets to get it, I think this was a tremendous move for the Stars. And I realize, like, he he didn't make an impact last night is – a big win over Winnipeg makes you wonder if just getting that boost of a player is something that this team needed. I really like the sentence he just said. He's an offensive-minded defensive player. No, I feel like no, 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 if, no, 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 no. If, he 
he can pair, pair with right. an offensive-minded defensive like player. Like I feel like if I was Luka Doncic, though, I'd go into Jason Kidd. If he questioned my defense, he goes, no, I'm a good defensive player. I'm just an offensive-minded defensive Yeah, player. no, I got, I got defensive <laughs> yes. skills. No, yes. he, he's right. You can pair him with Miro, you can, but you, you also have the ability because you can be tough on defense and just say, well, I'm going to pair Miro with Harley, and we're rocking with that, group, that duo right there sure. as our defensive group. And you still feel comfortable with what you have when whatever options you rock with. So, yeah, I think you got a lot of really good, uh, fun points there. It's, I, I am hopeful, too, uh, Kevin, that this win over Winnipeg is kind of the start to, to a few things rolling. Again, the schedule sets up for that. Now they got to go take advantage of the schedule. Do you appreciate this no, I level don't. of humor no, being brought? I, I've seen every text. By the fan text today. I thought y'all loved me more than this, guys. No, I think you like this one. More like lose a peg, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, you love that sense of humor. Right I actually there. do love that. It's all the leaf blower text, Kevin, that we're getting. People want to know if he's in studio. People are saying that their leaf blower doesn't work very well. It just sucks. From the 972, Corey, can you please wa- go walk over to leaf blower guy and give him a shout out for being blowing so well? So that's a. Uh, yeah, yeah. I should have read the rest of that. You probably should have. That's, that's, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> we have gotten a disproportionate amount of use out of that. Alec, I don't know if this exists. I would love it if there was some sort of way to track the amount of times that you use a particular drop. I don't know if that's a program that we have on the board. You're putting a lot more work I on know. His, uh, well, on that's why now. I don't want Alec to count. I just wanted to know if there's a program that you could go at the end of the year and you're like, here's the top 10 drops we used. I think that that would be amazing. Mm. If you could slide me like an abacus or something, that would be a good start. Okay. Dude, I, I will I... totally get you an abacus. Yes. That's I, Look, I support that. How high end of an abacus, though? Like, Do we want one for like baby Noah size or and he can count, tally no. it up each week? No, because baby Noah's just going to stick it all in his mouth. Uh, from the 817, can I get a shout-out? It's my birthday on Sunday, and I am better. Going drag racing on Sunday for my birthday. Happy birthday to you. And I be hope safe. Blast. Yeah. Are you worried? Yeah, that sounds it. like a dangerous. So what if he's doing it like on a track? with? Because my, my brother-in-law, he had an opportunity to do that. Uh, I think it was out at Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, no, it was at, it was F1. And he got to go out there and drag race and got to – he had classes and everything and got taught. Uh, but I understand what you're saying, like the potential of drag racing in the mean streets of Dallas. I get you. So happy birthday and be careful because Corey and Mike are concerned about your future. We just want you to make it to the next birthday. That is very fair. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We are live from Surprise. want to thank the on-time experts and Best Buy Windows and Siding for making that happen. Coming up next – it's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassett. I'm thinking about going down and talking to Jake the Grounds Creeper. What? Why? Keeper. Did you the creeper? I just added an R by accident. Okay. <laughs> Keep going with me. My first question is, why is there dirt there? What? Next. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. We're going to try this a couple of different ways. If the wireless doesn't work out, maybe we'll go to the phone. Let's take you to Adventures in Groundskeeping downstairs with Mike Bassick on the field. I am on the beautiful field with beautiful grass and beautiful dirt. I'm here with our guy, Jake. If you remember last year, Jake let me ride on the dragger. So he is dra- he's dra- Okay, 
We're going to go ahead and cut that off because we lost it. Maybe see if you can call Mike in because he's down there with the dragger. But I think his ideal dream is to get to ride on the contraption again. Is this because of the leaf blowers? Yes, it was so quiet. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Boss is going to be like, hey, Corey, guess what? Listen, don't get distracted by that. You got to fight through it and everything. I know. It's just that this guy. I think he's got it out for me. I, th- I really think he has it out for me specifically, right? He was quiet the entire break, Kevin. Okay. During the entire break, not a single blow. I know. And then all of a sudden, there he is blowing and going as soon as we fire it up. I know they didn't show up at all last year, but do you think this could be somebody from the ticket who's decided to show up to see here today? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. We're going to see if we can reconnect with... Mike Basick, as he is essentially shadowing Jake. And I wonder if Jake's just a little bit annoyed. All right, Mike, we got you back. Yes, you got me back. Let me turn this up as as high as I can because leaf blower guy is still blowing the water everywhere uh, (laughs) down the right field line. Um, So I have Jake here, and uh, Jake is our guy. And I'm going to have to just pass the phone to you, Jake, here as I ask you this question. Why do you have dirt that extends past the outfield grass where you've made a lane? Um, we've we've added that. We call it our uh, our wing, and it's um, to prevent the umpires from standing on our grass. So as you can see, we uh, we went ahead and extended the dirt past the foul line to the inside of foul territory. That way, when they're standing there, they're actually standing in the dirt. And not beating up our grass edge. Well, there you go. That All makes right. a lot of sense. That so is a very next ins- question. Go ahead, Kevin. That's a very insightful answer. I know. My next question is, yesterday I was listening to Matt Hicks call the Ranger game, and he said that's a Baltimore chopper. And so I wanted to look up what a Baltimore chopper is. But before I give the definition, I want to see if Jake, the ground crew guy here in Surprise, Arizona, knows what a Baltimore chopper is and if he's ever been asked to make sure that we have Baltimore choppers. Yeah, I uh, I know what a Baltimore chop is. It's where they uh, hit the ball right in front of home plate and it gets a big old bounce and either bounces over the infield completely or at least gets really high in the air and allows the guy to get to first base safe and it's a tough play to make. But we uh, here we we try to prevent that from happening as much as we can. So they don't then, want like he's saying he doesn't. They don't want Baltimore chops at uh, out at no. the stadium. Gotcha. But you have my computer right there. I looked it up. I don't know what time this was. I think it was the early 1900s. Baltimore in the dead ball era was like, here's the deal. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna teach our hitters to smoke the ball into the ground as hard as they can. <laughs> it's gonna take a big hop over all the infielders' heads so we can reach uh, first base. The other team's not gonna know to pound the ball into the ground. Uh, when they're at our stadium to get a hit. Now, my last question to Jake, and then I'll head back up to the booth, is, Jake, do you care about your yard and your dirt as much (laughs) as you care about this yard and this dirt? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I do, but it is a lot tougher to do it at home because I spend a lot of my energy here. So Um, I got two dogs, and they tear up my backyard pretty good, so. It's a, it's a little tougher to stay uh, motivated to keep that as good a shape as this place is. <laughs> I'm Ex- telling you, Mike, I am telling you, dude, P- 
people do not want to do the same work that they do all day at home. That's just how it is, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is a beautiful place, Jake. This is awesome. We've seen you pick sunflower seeds out of the dirt. We see you work on one area for 20, like the front where you'd have the Baltimore chopper. We see them every day work 20 minutes just to make sure there's no Baltimore choppers. And I'll tell you what, we want to hire you to go back to uh, Dallas and work on our yards if you can. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome, but I'm, I stay pretty busy here, and I'm, I'm, sure, uh, I'm sure they'd miss me. So maybe one day. We just got turned down, oh, it sounds man. like. Oh. Hey, yeah. Just as long as Leaf Blower Guy doesn't come to Dallas, I'm fine yeah, with that. Yeah, do Mike. you see Leaf Blower Guy? I don't know if you would come across him and do say, hey, what, no. what's your deal? That's, I'm that's going to go, walk, really... go walk to a Leaf Blower Guy right now. Okay. No, no he's not. I'm, I'm gonna... Yo, he oh, is. Oh, my gosh, he is walking over to Leaf Blower so guy. guy. You guys do baseball buckets while I walk to Leaf oh, Blower Guy. Oh, is it time for a takeover? Alec, Mike's not here. Hit the music. It's a takeover! Thank you, Chuck Morgan. Can't wait to hear your voice say it's baseball time in Texas to open up this season. Looking forward to it very much, good sir. Have you uh, been waiting all week to hijack this segment? The from original Mike? baseball segment on 105 through the fan baseball buckets. Um, the a a matchup of number ones happened, Kevin, and it was Paul Skeens and Jackson Holiday. The two first-round picks, the number one overall picks from the last two drafts matched up uh, in spring training, and it is power versus power. So Paul Skeens starts things off with a curveball, and he throws a curveball, and they were like, all right, that's a good approach. Then he throws a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Holiday rolled it softly to second base for an out. So round one goes to Paul Skeens. So congratulations. Oh, to let's Skeens. go back to Mike Bassick. He is ready to retake his segment. Mike, we have you. We have the water blower guy. He's using <laughs> a leaf blower, but it's to blow the water, not the leaves. So the first question to me from me is, have you ever not blown the water and it actually did disappear by noon? No, I have not. Okay. It, uh, it takes a, I have not had the water just dissipate by itself. Do you ever get tired of doing this? Do you look <laughs> as you go to a section and you're like, damn, another puddle? <laughs> nope, I've pretty much got it figured out of what sections I need to hit each morning, and it's uh, just another part of my day. I get excited for it. Hey, tell him, tell there, him Corey doesn't like him. At, no, just ask him if he's ever thought no. of putting, like, a muting thing on that to make it <laughs> like just a, a little silencer? quieter. Yeah, a silencer or something. Oh, my guys are asking, is there any way possible that they make these where they don't make noise? <laughs> if you come across one, you let me know, and I will be gladly not welcome. Uh, I will be gladly welcome not waking the neighborhood early in the morning. <laughs> Outstanding. I, I accept. Thank you very hey, much, Mike. What's your name Mike. real quick? Because we got to get Leaf Blower's name on, on the – what's your name? Marcus Wykovich. Marcus Wykovich. Marcus Wykovich, make sure when you come to Surprise Arizona to watch the world champion Texas Rangers that you will not be walking in a puddle when you get to your seat. <laughs> Boom. Love it. Thank you very much, Mike. Thank you for your work, Man. good buddy. Look at Mike doing work down there in the yeah, stands. I like it. I'm very impressed. You know what? After hearing Leaf Blower guy talk for a few minutes – 
I kind of like that guy a little bit more. I'm uh, I'm kind of, you know what, man? It's not your fault. It's the pack's fault. That's what it is. Now, Mike, I can't help but notice you're still on the phone. Do you have other dreams of what's going to happen down there? No, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mike. We'll see you in a bit. Yeah. So there you go. go. Mike Bassick, as we move back into impromptu baseball buckets with Corey Majors. Kevin, how concerned are you about the starting rotation for the Texas Rangers this year? Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely have some concerns. Look, we, we talked about it yesterday with Cody Bradford. I mean, he is your presumptive number five starter, and I think he is better suited for the role on this team of being in the bullpen, being a long guy in the bullpen. But I realize you just don't have any other options that have particularly stepped up. I don't think Owen White has looked very good thus far. We've talked about the saga of Cole Wynn. I don't know if that means it falls to Zach Kent, Jack Leiter. I don't know if you take a look at Adrian Sampson for potential people to drop into that role if Cody Bradford does end up going to the bullpen. But yeah, with no Jordan Montgomery, I, I, I'm concerned. Okay, and I'm glad you brought that name up because after you listened to G-Bag yesterday when Chris Young, otherwise known as CY, popped on with him. He said it's not happening. It's, it just sound, has more and more of a sound that, hey, man, look, this is what we are. This is what we're going with. We got to figure out how to do it from there. And I know it's not like the best feeling because you're like, well, I mean, wouldn't that be better for us? But I oftentimes wonder in this situation if Chris Young's like, I just can't because I have a budget or if there's something else to it. There's a lot of things that I'd like to know more about that. Uh, but it sounds like the, the, the excuse, the thing that they're dealing with the most is the ballet situation. But, again, I go to Mike Maddox is going to give that group fantastic game plans. Whether or not they can execute it, that's on them. And I have a lot of faith in Bochi and his ability to navigate throughout the year Look, man, I'm trying to win this game today is his approach. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan on a shout-out Friday. Coming up next, Texas Tech defensive back Taylor Owens, Brazilian soccer mascots, and the Philadelphia Phillies. Do any of these entities deserve Forgiveness Friday? Do you? 877-881-1053. We'll do that next right here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 